Even though you're oh, here, yeah. the day after Martin Luther King Day, or whenever, whenever the algorithm tells you to listen, that's a great point by you. Shout that's out really to good. the people in 2027 who just discovered us. We're I'm long dead by now, but <laughs> congratulations, you discovered one at. We're the fucking, we're the fucking Frida. What's that bitch's name? Frida Calhoun. Frida Kahlo. We're the Frida Kahlo of podcasts. Yeah, hey, that's, famous that when we're fucking, dead. That is fucking hilarious. Famous yeah. when we're dead. I have been I have been noticing a slight. I've been noticing two positive things: a slight uptick in mentions on social media, like a, just uh-huh. a slight uptick of people being like, "Yo," I, I, and our our Patreon has definitely taken a nice uptick over the last couple of months. Shouts to the patrons. So we love you over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash one is life. You get one bonus uh, full episode every week. Plus now, if you were to get it now, you go back, you get like 200 episodes, not to mention funny shit that happens that we say on Patreon that when I try to bring up the podcast, Billy June goes, I only wanted that on a Patreon. I hate the term paywall, but you know uh, what? You know what I'm doing though? What? Embracing the paywall. Nah, man, I'm standing on business. Oh, that's a new, wait. You only got to that phrase recent, like the last week. Oh, man, I'm standing on business. <laughs> wait, no, no, Saif, you're not saying it right. Oh, I'm not. How you say it? Standing on business. I'm standing on business. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm standing on it. What, wait, why is why did that one hit you this week? Because you it's just, just it's it. just it's just fully in the zeitgeist now. <laughs> standing Stand on up. business. I think the thing that put it over the top was this video a few weeks ago of T.I. fighting with his little annoying teenage son. And uh-huh. the teenage son's like, yo, I'm standing on business. I'm standing on business. Uh, that what, was the line. What is it? What, I mean, I know what it means, but like to the people, like to the older generation watching that might not. What does it mean standing on business? I, I guess it just means I'm about my business. I don't fuck around. Oh, standing on business. Right. Yeah, I just want to know where I, I I used to know how slang was created and where it came from. I don't know anymore. Yeah, it's hard. You, you don't care. You just can't f- keep track. I can't even keep track. I can't even deduce it. No. I can't even there's deduce no, it. There's no deducing. To it used done. to mean it used to come from something. Like it was a phrase that was known and then we would take it and kind of flip it and bounce it. Flip it and bounce it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just like, here's just a brand new phrase from nothing. And it means something. So go ahead. You know what it is? No. Play it Could again. You hear it? Could you hear it at all? I just heard. <laughs> okay. Keep listening beyond the. That's part of it. But keep listening. Okay. Is that Billy June like trapped in like a little box and like scraping his way out? <laughs> no, it's the it, it's the beginning of the song Nighttime Vultures by Mob Deep. That's, this is, this is we, we listen. It took me too long. It took me too Sometimes long. we wonder why we're not as successful as we should be. Yeah. And that's our sound effect choice, okay? And we stand on stand by business, stand on our by business. What is it? <laughs> We're standing, We're standing by, by our business. business. Yeah, that's right. No, so if we needed, I, I was like, was fucking this light, man. I put no, you look good. What? That was good. I put on Hell on Earth the other day, and at the beginning of that song, I'd forgotten that they had just a vulture sound. Is that vulture? I think we could find a better vulture sound. Oh, and if Mob Deep said it's a vulture, it's a vulture. Last week on the show, we spent a lot of time 
talking about call you gay on Hot 97. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and then and then and, came up to me in Ohio. She's like, I'll call you gay on Hot 97. I was just, like, there's there's people around here. You gotta you gotta you be can't just say that <laughs> without context. It just you just sound like a homophobe. <laughs> And, and don't worry, Billy just finished editing the clip. So we're going to have a clip up from it for by the time the next episode drops. We we are literally the worst social media operation in the, the entire podcast business that people stand on. Yeah, they the stand whole, on that podcast business. The, the whole business that they stand on is that you just constantly put out really high quality clips. That's yeah. it. That is the right. whole business and, that and they stand on. Your podcast could be super popular from the clips alone, and people might not even listen to an episode. There's plenty of podcasts that I watch the clips and I love. I've never listened to a full episode. Right, but you're like, oh, I feel like I watch the show. I feel like I'm a and part of you it. You follow it. You show them love. It's It works. It works. Billy just told us, I edited five clips last night. Well, none of them yours. One, no one. Only one was finished from last week. Why, why would you even say that to your, what is theoretically your bosses? Yeah, in, it was a weird, considering. Why do you even say that? Yeah, that was not. Billy, considering we've gotten a total of like three videos edited between our whole show in like a month. And you're like, I, I did five different. Now, granted, here's the thing about Billy, too, that he doesn't understand. He might say, Saif hates the, 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 the videos. Here's what I would do if I was Billy June who never posts anything on the Instagram account. Basically, if you see anything on our Instagram, I posted it. He basically doesn't post anything. Mm -hmm. I would just be editing shit and posting it. And when Syph sees one and goes, that sucks, take it down. He gets caught up in this whole, like, let me do a back and forth with them. Put up three clips a week on our Instagram. Just keep the clips. And if they're bad, we'll say, take them down. It might be Don't bad, but it might get views. And I'll be like, okay, fuck it. People like it. Exactly. And we trust you at this point enough that you're not going to put up something I would hope that would be so like, we'd be like, oh, why would you post that? That's problematic. Don't post that. But like short of that, man, just go. Although now today you tell us, oh, I did five clips yesterday, but only one was for your show. Come why on, man. Say that? It's, who wants to say that? Yo, listen. In the city. Sci-fi. Uh, there's a lot of things we have to talk about. We're going to, we have to watch. We have to. We are the perfect source to break down. Drake talking, uh, getting talked shit about, I should say. Uh, most deaf, your friend, Yasin Bey. He wasn't talking shit. Well, this is why, but this is why we have to break it down, isn't it? This is what we, we're going to have to break that down to a fine powder. He was just standing on business. Perhaps. Now, listen, I stood on some business on the podcast last week. And I said some things about uh, one's friend of the show, Michael Rappaport. And one way or another, he heard. Oh, no, he heard. He heard about he he heard about what I said. Well, did he actually hear it? I don't know. But here's what happened. I'll just tell the audience what happened. So we put out the episode last week. I actually even put up a clip from that, but then I deleted it because I felt bad calling attention to it. So I was like, yeah, fucking no. Mm -hmm. We don't. That's not the kind of business we stand on. Let's just let we don't be. stand on that kind of business. And then someday last week. I missed a FaceTime from him. Actually, no, I saw it, but it was like 30 minutes before my radio show. And I have to tell you, if yeah, I don't talk minutes, to you, that's enough time then. You could oh, plenty, but I just didn't want to. I just didn't. Okay. I, listen, I have I'm to just saying, you. don't don't blame it on the job, bro. 10 minutes before the show, I get it. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes to feed up reading a comic book. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> so I definitely could have. You're right. I just didn't want to. <laughs> I am not the kind of person I'm not big on blind phone calls or FaceTimes from people. Now, particularly if I know it's going to be picking up the phone to have someone cursing and screaming at me. Yeah. I, I wasn't in the mood in that moment. So I said, you know, I'll get to this later. So he didn't leave a message or anything. He didn't text or anything. And I forgot. And we get to like the next day, the next day he sent a text message. Um, I'll give you two options knowing Michael Rappaport for you to predict what the tone of the message okay. was. There was a text message. Yes. Yeah. Option one. Yeah. I I heard what you had to say. I listened to the entire clip and didn't really appreciate how you spoke about me. But obviously we have some differences on this issue. Maybe we should chat. 
That's option right. one. Because look, Rosenberg, I appreciate what you do. And I know you stand on business. Exactly. That's option one. Yeah. Option two. I'll call you gay on Hot 97. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> option two. Option two. Some combination of you matzo ball pussy piece of shit. Don't ever say my name. You're a self-hating fuck. Some combination of that is yeah. option two. I say one. I say from what I know oh. of Michael Rappaport, I'm going to option one. You know what? I, I, I'm really surprised you went that way. No, it was option two. Are you serious? Yes. It was, he did oh, not. Oh, man. He did not go the second route. Now, he did throw in um, so, uh, an interesting note, you know, and he, obviously I could tell he was surprised given that we have a relationship that I spoke about him the way that I, I do. Like Dave Chappelle water bottle? As Saif pulls up his uh, Dave Chappelle Stanley or Hydro Flask. <laughs> um, he was not pleased. And and I, I um, he demanded an apology. On the podcast, he won an apology, and I, I, I'm, I'd like to say, in all seriousness, even though I'm setting this up in funny terms, in all seriousness, I should not have like laughingly called him an idiot and dumb. That's not a useful way to try to have a conversation. And given that I know him, even though his opinions of the last few months make me vomit in my mouth and become enraged. I did not need to go and call him gay on Hot 97, which is essentially what we did last week on the podcast. I did lots of laughing, called him dumb. <clears throat> That's not nice. It's not helpful. I'm sorry that I did that. Uh, now, did he, now listen, you know, did he double and triple whatever I said about him in one text message to me? Sure, but whatever. I shouldn't, there's no need for me to do that. I'm trying to become better at conveying things I disagree about without having to like, be like, you're so fucking dumb. So wish I did better with that. A little disappointed that when, so when he sent me his text, I responded very calmly and was like, I sent him a text back. I said like, basically, Hey dude. Yeah. Sorry for that. Definitely didn't need to say it that way. I just find your, I find your opinions to have so much ignorance in them that I, I didn't really know what to say, blah, blah. We, we obviously see this very differently. If you want to talk, let me know. I guess I'm a little disappointed that he had no interest in talking except for to have me apologize to him. Right. Because I'm kind of like, I'm not triggered. I don't care about you and I having a personal issue. I'm triggered by the actual issue. I want to, I'm, ang I'm not angered because of who you are as a human being. I'm angered because this issue is so important. And I find that the way that you talk about it to be so loose and misinformed at a critical time, like no one, no one put a, no one put a gun to your head and said, Hey, speak endlessly, passionately every single day about this super nuanced, important issue that you're not that informed on. You should make that your whole brand every day. I didn't make you do that, dude. It literally chases me in my algorithm. I muted him. By the way, he unfollowed me on Instagram, which is unfortunate. You hate to see that. Oh, no. The yeah. ultimate. Yeah, the, the ultimate. ultimate. That's when you know things are serious. Like, it's one thing we're talking about a war where 25,000 Palestinians have died. And uh, I don't. I think we're up to like over a couple, 2,000 Israelis have died. I don't know the exact number there. Um, but a, now, a, now an unfollow has happened. So things have really... Yeah, this thing is 100 days in. This has gotten ratcheted up. Um, but listen, I'm not going to drag. I don't want to drag you into a conversation about the war that you're probably not interested in having. But um, listen, I'd still be open to having a conversation as to why his opinion bothers me so much. Um, obviously, you know, it seems that he thinks the reason that I have a problem with it is because I'm a self-hater, which is, again, a really nuanced, thoughtful, a nuanced, thoughtful opinion, you know, if you're against the war, you clearly hate Jews and don't and are embarrassed. Not only hate you, are embarrassed. I have a lot to say about this. First of all, Zai, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> Zai, I can't do it. 
Yeah, and I don't, I, and I don't think this is. I'm not saying this can't be the platform for it. Like I could do an uh, episode absolutely. with someone where we could do it, but like he's not here to have the conversation. I'm guessing 90% of the people listening now know what his approach is because you've probably seen it. He's very loud about it. I will just say this: I have ha- I have gone through times in in our history where war is happening and people are being killed, and I have always fallen on the side of that's not going to be the answer here so far. Now, listen, I haven't been alive forever. I've only been alive for 44 years so far. Scythe, as time has gone on, my argument about war, not being good has never aged badly. The arguments only age. Well, every yeah. time, I mean, every time it's the one thing my family gives me credit for to this day. That they all remember that after the Gulf War, they all actually got sucked into like, you know what? We should just, ah, it's time to just stand behind Bush, line up as a country and go to war. And I, I, I was fresh out of my peace studies class. So I was the most, you know, out there pacifist I'd ever been. And I was like, fuck, no, we shouldn't do that. Blah, 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 blah. You're not going to guess as time went on, even though I was just a dumb fuck 22 year old at the time, turned out I was right. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people against the war were right. And guess what? They're going to be right again. There's this, there's not going to be, this is not going to end good. We're not going to one day feel all better. Oh, now enough dead bodies have come. It sucks. And then in every post site, in every, and I, I really, I don't post very much about this. Uh, I, I, you, you follow me. I, I don't really put up posts about the war or anything. The the random times when I post a clip from the morning show where like we're trying to have a nuanced conversation, the amount that I hate the people who comment on both sides of it is, I guess if you're fully on one side, I just kind of hate your opinion. Like if your opinion's not just sort of a nuanced mix of war is bad, people shouldn't be getting killed. But like I either get like in this post I put up the other day, it's either people saying like in the comments, they're laughing at Jews for being upset about October 7th. Oh, cry me a river. You victim. I'm like, well, no, no, those were real victims. They were, were, they were real victims. Yep. Real victims who were like literally just, and by the way, like a lot of them really good people who actually sympathize with the Palestinian cause and they were killed and murdered and raped. All these things happen. And if you bring that up, you're like, Oh, cry victim. And then, and then on the other side, the, you know, the, the pro-war types who literally instantly go to calling me a self-hater and say, it's, it's just, how do people live like such caricatures of, of human beings? I mean, this is, I don't know, this, this is not what I wanted to talk about today, but it gets deep, deeper than deeper than deep, 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 because when you make fun of me, not you, when people make fun of me for like, for example, not celebrating holidays. And it's along the lines of this, like I don't participate in the straight up organized brainwashing for whatever reason. Now, oh, you don't celebrate Christmas. You're fucking stupid. What about your kids? Oh, you don't support Israel in this war or you're not fighting for Palestine. It's all the same thing. Like I don't have the power or the information to fight against any of it. You know what I mean? So what can I do? Like, I'm fully aware that war, that war and casualties and um, disaster or fucking catastrophes somehow, somewhere lead to somebody getting a shit ton of money. Somewhere. I don't know where I'm smart enough to go. Hey, I'm not going to try to figure it out because those people usually end up dead. But somebody somewhere is getting a lot of money to do something to make more money. And we, the people all line up on our sides and wave our flags as part of this bullshit while someone else ends up doing really well, watching people die. Very well. Very well. You know what? That was such, because I never think about, because at this point, sometimes your anti-religion stuff, I, I've heard it for so long. It's such like a scythe thing. It almost starts to feel like a, a bit, like it's a shtick. 
But you're absolutely it right. It is the essence of just general brainwash. Like, let's just all do, you know? Now, and, listen, and, and I don't knock. Fine. I don't and knock. You could, you could go yeah, that way know. with it, Saif. You could have been like, you know what? I think it's complete bullshit. I don't care. I buy presents. I have fun. I don't read anything into it. Or you could do what you do, which is like, I just don't subscribe to it. Don't have an interest in it. I mean, I'm very sad. Like you are about anybody getting killed. But what can I personally, what can I do? Because I've, uh, this is too much, but like every protest, every rally, every petition, like where does it fucking go, man? Where does it go? Well, and to the point, and we were just saying, it's like, it's also, yeah, everyone's doing it on each side and everyone plays their team and, and waves their flag and we are right. You're right. We used to use it. And everyone thinks they're such heroes for it. And yeah, where, where are you getting with it? When does it, did, did the Vietnam protest, think about how intense the Vietnam protests were in this country. Oh, I, you think you look back at Vietnam and then they spit on soldiers when they come back, they spit on kids who were drafted kids who were forced to go get fucked up over there and come back. And they're like, you fucking war criminal spit on them. And like, I I was 18. I was in selective service. I got drafted. I didn't want to fucking go over there. What was I supposed to do? Go to jail, go to jail or, or fight for your chance to, I'm sure a lot of a lot of good things come from being in the military. I'm sure there's a, a camaraderie that I'll never know, probably more than a sports team. I'm sure you you end up with some lifelong friends. But then you come home and you're treated like a fucking dog. And you you seen first blood? Rambo first blood? You seen Rambo first blood? It's it's he was just a Vietnam so vet just trucking across the town. And like the Israel one is this, this example of dude, these people on both sides, Hamas is so bad and they care so little about the debt. The casualties of Palestinians mean nothing to them. It's a nothing. They're just trying to have, they have a cause and an agenda and their cause is, uh, you know, to some extent, the cause of the Palestinian people but they care about the cause much more than the actual people. No, people They're yeah. not going the to give the cause without the people that bro. And then on the other side, this whole thing, everyone, these people keep putting up these posts that just say, bring the hostages home. Who are those words to? Are they to evil Hamas who took them? Cause they're not bringing them home. Or are they to the Israeli government? who clearly doesn't seem that focused on bringing them home because they could negotiate to get them home today. Today, they have enough fucking prisoners from Palestine that they could trade today and get home all of them. They want to be at war right now. So when you when you put up your random thing that says bring the hostages home, oh my God, I, I'm, I think about the hostages every single day. These people are, it's insane. They were at a fucking music festival, some of them, partying one night, and now it's been 100 days of them in an underground fucking cave. Of course, I think about it every day. But when you just generically say, bring them home, or you walk around with your camera going, ha, 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 screaming into your camera like you're a fucking hero, when, by the way, if you're Jewish, you know what you can do? You could get on the first thing fucking smoking to Ben Yehuda Airport and go enlist. If you're standing on business, you can go enlist. But oh my God. Look, if you want to start getting conspiracy theory, Israeli intelligence is by far the greatest in the world. Keep going. They can't go Navy SEAL and get those hostages? Wait, wait. Oh, that's where you went. That's interesting. That's not where I was even going to go. I thought on the exact same note, y'all let these people fly in on fucking parachutes? That's how they Fly that's how they did in. it. Yeah, they, they parachuted to the music festival. Parachutes, fucking they came by land, by air, by sea. But no, none all, of it was high tech. No, they none saw of all it was, that. They, they saw, saw bro. That. There there's been a story, not a fake, like a weird conspiracy story. There's a story that's out. That's regular. I read it in Haaretz, the, the Israeli newspaper. It's it's out. There were these women 
um, this this faction of the IDF, the Israeli uh, Defense Force, the group was almost all entirely women. And their job was watching the South border, right? They started telling people days beforehand, we are seeing weird shit. Fuck. Saif, they ignored them. And guess what? Almost all of those women were killed by the same people they were telling them they were seeing. They came in and fucking killed them. Nah, bro. Like, it's, it's, bro we can't. It's, uh, what are we doing? So what are we I just, doing? just, like, just, this, just but Pearl Harbor was the same way. Fucking, there's always there's the, the the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. It's that was like, work too. They, it's all tragedy to lead to fucking some kind of somebody grabbing up something. There's all, there's all the, there's all like the wartime strategic moves, but then there's also like disaster, like the earthquake in Haiti. Like earthquake, hate disaster brings fucking money. Mother Nature demoed this whole spot where we could kind of grab it and make it, make it better. We can we can give money we to this one. This and that pay, we got to do this behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, I, I just, just I, I'm trying to stand on business. I'm just super sad by this whole thing. I don't even I don't know why understand. I'm talking to you about this, man. You are a fucking culture vulture. Okay? You know what, Sai? Why am I talking to you about this? Who took a microphone to the pigeon coop on the roof to get them scratchy noises? <laughs> I know. That's a great point. <laughs> I think it was Ty Nitty. <laughs> um, Syfe hit me up this week to tell me that he was, he was, I don't know if he used the word, but he essentially said he was proud of me. Yeah. With my response to the culture vulture Love uh, it. Love thing. It. Yo. <laughs> I don't know why. Who was it? It was they said the they said the Mount Rushmore of culture vultures, yeah. and it was me, uh-huh. Ebro, yeah, Vlad, and yeah. Michael Rappaport. Yes, I agree Yo, me and, wholeheartedly. No, me and Vlad are the only ones that should be on that list. No, Ebro's the culture vulture. But but I thought I thought the line is if you're black, if you're partially black, you can still be culture vulture. He's the culture vulture. <laughs> Exactly. Does Rappaport even really make money in hip hop to be? Oh, I forgot. No one even knows what the definition of this is. This was just a list of Jews who they wanted to say, fuck you, (laughs) dude. Is Vlad uh, all the way Jewish? Yeah. Vlad is definitely. No, Vlad's perfect. Vlad hits them with white, Jewish, and literally profits off of fucking filth. So, like, he's a really good choice in terms of what they were looking for there. Now, I'm a good one, obviously, because I need you. They had to come for me there. I don't know. And I do make money in the culture. So there's something. There's something I, liked, I liked your video response, but you still had to, like, justify, defend yourself a little bit. I like, did. I did. I threw in one line, one or two all lines. These, all these underground artists I support, like, nah, do you're the right, bit, man. You're right. You know what? You're right. Now, but I know. You're, you're, you're getting into it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm getting there. I'm getting there, though. Well, what's the because what's the point of getting mad about that shit? I know I'm the opposite. Yo, it, I don't get nothing. I get nothing. I get called nothing. I get called for nothing. <laughs> I am nothing. I'm gonna be 54 <laughs> years old this year. And you're no spring chicken. You're no baby. Oh, I got a, I got a good shout out recently. Man, oh, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes gave me a good shout out. Really? He was in London. He was in London doing an interview at some sneaker store. I podcasting. saw. A I saw. A and, uh, and he gave me a shout the out fake, for um, fucking um, the first time. I think he heard gigs was through me. There you go. That was a good shout out. I like that That's one. Solid. Well, what about last week? You you got called by by Dave to go do some some shows out in Ohio. Yes, yes, yes. You got to. You got. I'm to no see. spring chicken. Yo, did you watch? Were you oh, able to watch? What were you, were you able to watch the book of Clarence? Yeah, 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 bro. That guy, I, I mean, you know that guy, James. Yeah, Sims? James. Yeah. How do you know him, Ebro? But like, but, he, what do you mean? I like know, you know him, know him, or like, did you know what he did before? No, I only got to know him. 
I've only started to be friendly with him in the last few years. I'm not, I missed the whole like, what one did he that do? led to now. But did he do like Jay Electronica or something he was saying? I don't he even know. He did some Jay Electronica records. I don't even know from, what would you, when, what era of him are you talking about? Because basically, he's been, the last five years, he's been a big director and he makes all the music on his, on the soundtracks. Yeah, I, I, I know nothing of this guy. I just know this now. Oh, and he's like a big, him, he's a big I fan. I saw him a little bit uh, when he was doing the, the Heart of They Fall, the Black Cowboy movie that Jay-Z put out. I mm-hmm. saw him, but now I'm seeing him a lot. Um, great dude, though. Super cool dude. Um, the reason why I'm, the reason why I like him so much is because... He likes you. Yeah, I walked up to him to uh, say great movie. So Dave Chappelle had a screening. Did I, did I, did we talk about what I did with Dave yet? No, right? No, no, no. Oh, so Dave, Dave is opening um, a comedy club in his hometown, Yellow Springs. Uh, And me and him were talking and he was like, I got to get this. I got to get that. I said, Dave, you're not going to ever finish until you start doing some shows and figure out what you need while you're doing the show. It's a different mindset. So he started doing some pop-ups and he called me. He called me when he first did it. I couldn't do the first three. I did the last two. And he calls me to come just do stand up and just give my opinion on the room, how I feel about it, what I think it needs. And it's a a fucking amazing spot. Then the third day, he's going to do a screening for that movie book of Clarence and the guy, James Samuel comes through. And um, so whatever, we watched the movie, incredible, like sound system, incredible screen. Like it was beautiful. Uh, great movie, like fucking touching, sad, whatever. So I go to say, what's up to the guy? And he goes like right away, yo, Cypher sounds legend, bruv, legend, legend. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's like, man, I saw you earlier. Walk past. I couldn't believe you were here. I was like, me? <laughs> okay. By the, by the way, I realized you literally are Dipperson. Dipperson and I dip. have an on. We have a joke on our podcast, which is, He'll be critical of a wrestler. All he has to do is meet that wrestler and have the wrestler be nice to him, and he completely changes his opinion. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say nothing bad about this guy beforehand. No, 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 no. I'm just saying what all it takes though is once someone gives you love, that's it. What? No, it was, but it was, it was dope. I mean, that, that's like no, I think from- he, I think he was listening to our shit. I think he's, I think the way he knows me is from me and you. I always oh. got the sense it was that that it's that's what he knows us from. But then he goes, he goes, yo, you're like. Pee Wee Kirkland, legend in two games. And I was like, I I like this guy, man. This is a good guy. What do you Listen, got a movie he, out? You got a movie coming out? <laughs> Listen, here's a, so I sent him a I sent him a message the other day uh, about that. I, I didn't get to see the movie yet, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he'd mind me playing this message. He doesn't say anything personal, but this just sums up what I'm sure he sounded exactly like to Scythe. And he's a big voice note guy, Saif. If you ever send him a DM on IG, he's responding yeah. with a voice note. Voice note yeah. And That's it's perfect for this. Thing. And it's perfect for this podcast because he basically sounds like the coolest version ever of. I'm going to be 54 years old this year. All right, here you go. Here you go. Here it is. Nah, my brother. PR, you need to see that on a big on a big screen, especially you. Like you're a person that communicates to every religion, to every race of people. In every genre of me, like you're a uh, person, like you and your background, you need to see that on a big screen. It's not a small screen experience. First movie of its, of its kind in 136 years of the moving image. You need to see that on a big screen, man. I wish I could be there with you. But soon we'll, we'll do a screening. In- <laughs> that's, that's James Samuel. He's such a fucking 136 years of the moving image. That, of the moving image, bro. Was it good? Fire. Fire. Was it, it was great. Was it really? Um... You know what? I should also go see it on a big screen. Oh, it was like a min. It was like an in between size screen. Well, I was in another. I was in the the room was packed. I couldn't even stay in the room. So there's like another room that's this. The room is projected on, and it was on this projector. But I probably should go support it and go see it in a in a real thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see it this week, and let's let we should get him on. He'll definitely jump on with us, no problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, super cool though. So then, anyway, real quick. Uh, we go to the little after party. I play a couple London records, like fucking show off and shit. And high tech was there. High tech was hanging out with us. And he was like, bro, just one favor. I never asked for quests, bro. One favor. Can you play the blast? So I played a blast, bro. He's rapping every word, like every word. Like James, 
Yeah, James. He's rapping every word of high-tech's verse to high-tech. So you could tell he was having a moment. Right, right. You know what I mean? But it was really, really fucking cool, man. Dude, but I mean, yo, he makes me... He really makes me want to push myself harder because I never knew who that dude oh, was. I mean, he, yeah, yo, he's Seal's brother. That's what I heard. Yeah, he's Seal's brother. He like but little he, brother, right? Yeah, like I think much younger. But he was always like hustling to do different things, whatever. Now he's made it to the point where he writes and directs films, and then does the entire soundtrack, score, score, and soundtrack. Not just the soundtrack. Sorry, the score and score, bro. Score and soundtrack. By the way, speaking of score and soundtrack, congratulations to our one up for life brother, uh, Mark Ronson, who won for original song at the Critics' Choice Awards yesterday from Barbie. And really? Yeah, he yo, so if you didn't see what Mark's post was at the Golden Globes, you will no. fucking love it. You didn't see it? No, what was it? So he didn't win. So the day after his post at the Golden Globes, he posted a picture of him and his wife on the red carpet, then some other picture, and then the last picture in the carousel was his torn up speech in the garbage can. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. You know, he's going to be 54 years he's, this year, bro. I'm going to be 54 years old this year. Um. So shout out to Ronson, though. So he won the Critics' Choice, so maybe he'll win. I think he's up for an Oscar, too. Um, I just watched Barbie. That was a pretty fucking good movie. His speech was torn up in the trash. Yep. Um, uh, he's won a lot. Bro, I, bro, I was looking up though. The way, Ronson's won a lot of shit, bro. Between Grammys, Oscars, like Mark has won a lot of shit, bro. You know, doing I that Amy, doing that Amy Winehouse album really it worked out well for him. Uh, what I won something. My son got a participation trophy okay. for basketball, and I put it up in my shelf because that's mine. Yo, that's a great that's point. point. That's my point. I chest passed that motherfucker, yo. That's right. So you did win something. Your son got a participation trophy. Yeah, I, he wouldn't have got that if it wasn't for me. Facts. That's big facts. All right, so we should, before we, we're going to do a Patreon episode, so you should subscribe. I'm doing Patreon, man. I'm done. But for free, we should talk about. We got to talk about this Drake shit. Did Billy? Did you send us the? Did you put something in the chat here? Did you send the link. Everybody saw it. All right. So, Sife, are you really gonna go with? Are you really gonna go with not a diss? Because I sure felt that was a diss. And my guess is, knowing knowing what I know of Drizzy Drake, he will feel like that was a diss. Oh, Drake for sure. We'll feel that it's a diss. Yes. So, so would you. Um, oh, yeah. Mike Rappaport would certainly not be pleased with it. Um, am I saying it's not a diss? Uh, I don't know how to. Um, I guess it could have been worded better. Could have been worded better. I understand. I'm already very biased, though, because I know Yasin Bey very well. And he speaks like this all the time. Huh? No, that was, I'm trying to find the clip now. So oh, okay. I he speaks like this all the time about many different things. Most deaf slash Yasin Bey is not good in clip form. You know what I mean? But this went on for here. Listen, here we go. I want to hear it again. Like, is Drake hip hop? Drake is pop to me, in the sense like if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song, it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. <laughs> Commercial music. Or as or as Commercial you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, I it's, I, I it's get commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music, yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it. I guess I saw an extended version where it gets much deeper. But, okay. you know, that's clickbait right there. 
Yeah, everyone's um, seeing that one, regardless yeah. of what else there is. But that's what so. I'm saying. Most Dev is not good in clip form. Yeah, it's going to sound like a diss, but like the long, long explanation. This guy, he, most Dev, or Yasin Bey, no disrespect, he's pure art. Like, it's all art. It's pure art. It's like oozing just soul and purpose and art. And when I speak to him every single time, mind you, does he make money from his art? And is he like a well-off guy? Yes. But the, the conversations I've had with him have been amazing. And I've learned so much about music I never even heard of and different music from different countries and regions and how we're just fed, you know, we're programmed and we're fed certain things. Sometimes, I, I'll, no, most times, like programmed music. I like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like a lot. I like a lot of Drake. I like, I guess, all of Drake's songs that like I would play in a club. Like, I like them. It's not like I'm playing them. It's it's not like sexy red. Like I'm not playing it just because it's the hot song right now. I do like Drake songs. You know what I mean? I do not like sexy red songs. So, I'm, I'm just letting you. I'm just letting you. I, I have. I, I want to retort. Like I have a retort. Well, First, well by all means, retort, tort. Everything you're saying is valid. Much like I, the, the the way that I spoke last week that led to Rappaport getting ticked off. Most didn't need to f- say it the way he did. Like, there's a lot Maybe of... Maybe it was supposed to be behind a paywall. <laughs> like, there's a lot of... There's a lot... First of all, I think the basic question is I don't think that I don't think his answer is accurate. The basic question of is Drake hip hop? The answer is yes. To me, it is yes. Is yeah. it the purest form? Is it the rawest of the raw? No. no. But I think we all could agree we've I all liked songs and considered them hip hop before. I've never, there's nothing about Drake. There's nothing about Drake or his music that makes me think it's not hip hop. Like the conversation we had last week about my anger about sampling quote pop and Syph did a really good job describing what like that clear, decisive genre of pop is like that is not Drake. That is clearly not Drake. No, 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 no. So in that sense, I agree. Like, listen, was the whole bit funny and how he does the whole thing about shopping, you know, and be like, wow, there's so many things here. Yes. It was all very funny and the way he executed it was comedically beautifully done but i felt a little bad for drake because most is seen as such a like picture of hip-hop like he is so the embodiment and mind you i paint that picture myself of the man but i am i am very i guess personally biased to 90s new york underground hip-hop and in my mind, I'm literally here right now on the other side of the room, moving my record collection into my new permanent fucking shelves. Right. Good for you, man. And the section I'm on right now is called the outgoing section. These were all the records that are labeled with a with a sticker with the BPMs that I would take out to DJ clubs. And I don't DJ anymore. So they're now all in their own section and I'm moving them. And as I'm moving them, I'm seeing a Ghostface cover of Raekwon, a Black Moon, J. Ruta Damager. As I'm moving the records, I'm like, it's bringing me joy. Mm-hmm. That's my era that right next to the turntables is those records. Mm-hmm. So whenever I want to just fuck around and fool around in my basement, like I did when I was 17 years old and play some records, that's what I'm. that's my go-to right there. Now, if mm-hmm. I go to my Serato and want to play all the new shit, it's there too. But if I want to play vinyl, it's right there. So that's what I'm, that's my, that's the part of hip hop that brings me joy. But I'm fully aware that that is not the only version of hip hop, nor should it be labeled, I don't even know how to say it, like the purest form. Right. It's not that easy. I know hip hop started what we call hip hop, started in New York. Are you talking about this thing called hip hop? This thing called hip hop started okay. in New York. But that doesn't mean, all the re- the records, all the breaks that what were used to create and what made hip hop, all those records are not from New York. 
They're of all course. James Brown, fucking Parliament Funkadelic, soul records, reggae records, jazz records, fucking country records, whatever. So to say somebody formulated all that from New York and that's the purest essence, I get it's where it started, but it's not where it, it only is. And Drake is doing an excellent job of like, I mean, listen, man, this guy is a fucking case study. Like, I also know too much about Drake's whole formula in camp. So I feel a little weird talking about it sometimes, but like they studied every, every mistake ever made. They studied every success ever achieved. They studied what works, what doesn't work, why it works, when it works, how it works, and created what we, what we, this thing we call Drake. Right. It went from this thing we call hip hop to this <laughs> thing we call Drake. But I don't, you know what I mean? It's hip hop. I would not put my Drake records in a pop section of, if I'm no. doing things by genre. Yeah. Like I, I, the Drake records that I really love, like they're rap records, they're hip hop records. There's not. I have a few. I have a a good, not few, a lot of records of of Drake in my i two in my iPhone shuffle. And when they come on, I don't skip them. Now, are they the singy girly ones? No, the ones where he's rapping with Hove, the fucking I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Energy, I got fucking yeah. um. Oh, energy. I mean, yeah. Let's go to the Wi-Fi. Like, it's all hip-hop. Agreed. So, so most... Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I understand. I do get why people don't dig Drake. I understand it. And, listen, is he... Do I make him my number one ever? No. He, he, I, he may be the most successful. When it's all said and done, he may be the most successful ever. But he's not my number one. And Hove's not my number one. And that's okay. But, like... That doesn't mean that those guys are pop. And you, in other words, here's what I would say. Most clearly does not have an affinity for Drake. That is totally fine. You have the right to be like, yo, I don't think he raps about anything important. You know what I mean? Because yeah. most certainly likes to rap about things that are important. He yeah. can say Drake raps about fun shit. It's not for me. But I think it's a little, it's a little cheap when people go to the, it's not hip hop. I just don't think that's fair. It's not your kind of hip hop, which I did. Cause it, bro, Sipes, you just said it really well earlier. You know how many things are out right now that are not my kind of hip hop, yeah. but I'm not going to say they're not hip hop. Remember what I called bad hip hop There's bad hip hop. No, no. And there are moments. Remember when I said starships wasn't hip hop. Yeah. It wasn't. That was that was what it was. That was pop bullshit. Yeah. But that's not what Drake records are. That's no. not what Nikki's new records are. That that's people have their moment. They make a pop record. If it does well, it fails. Whatever. But like, yeah, I, I just think it wasn't a fair description. I, I felt I just no one wants to get laughed at by most deaf or have most clowning. He's, he's mean, so how loved. much of a how much of a how much of a how much is Drake a most deaf fan? Are you are you asking? A Wondering, yeah, like. You would, yeah, think, you, you would think he was a pretty big fan, no? I mean, I think everyone is, right? I mean, listen, if the guy, like, idolized little brother, yeah. he didn't love most deaf and black star, no chance. Yeah. There's no chance. So yeah, it's, it's, I just picture Drake like, minding his business the other day, and then it's like, it's one thing to hear Joe Budden disses you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what he does. But, like, to hear most diss you is like, They got to feel fucking, oh, like, Dre, Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham hearing that as much shit as he hears from so many different places to hear that one, that one got a sting. Yeah. It's like, like come oh, on, bro. Hi, like, oh man, Listen, I relate. I've had, I've ran, I know what it's like to randomly get, find out that a legend fucking hates you. or thinks you're a douchebag. <laughs> I'm like, Oh really? <laughs> Can't win them all. Oh, so <laughs> I, I don't think it was a fair description. I, I'm sure people will fight this out in the discord, but I, I, I think he's the, 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 the started from the bottoms, the energies, even the whole extra bonus joints that he just put out the shit, the alchemist shit. He just did the conductor. William shit. He just the rap records. They're like, they're, you may not like what he's saying, but they're fucking rap records. I, and I really enjoyed I mean, most death doesn't say 
something important every time. Every time. He, rap, by the he way, just raps. He raps and, very well. Let's be honest. Most also loves to sing. Loves to sing. One of his biggest records, he does not rap on at all. I don't think singing is the issue. All right, I'm just making sure. So yeah, the pop part is just the is just the it's it's commercial because he's talking about he's commercial just, shit. I, he's Drake is very successful. You know what I mean? Like with that amount of success, there's gonna be a lot of fucking rigmarole to it, but you said rigmarole, huh? Yeah. Is that is that is that anti Semitic? I think so. By the way, oh, could you believe that I can't believe the other day Sife comes into our fucking group chat and had the fucking speaking of anti Semitic, had the audacity to send us a fucking to send us a fucking new Kanye song. I, found, I saw this Kanye. Well, I think it said leaked. This say leaked Kanye. Yeah, but by the way, it's not I think it's a French song. And then and then the worst part of it was it was fucking fire. The worst part of it. This shit right here. Take a fucking another photo, man. Right, Don't take right, another fucking here. photo, man. I just got here, homie. Don't take no photos. Okay. Stop it. Kanye doesn't rap on it though. I think it's just a, a, a gun verse, a Montana verse, and then Ye going, where are they at? Where are they at? There's one little, I think he has like a four a bar, bar or something. Yeah. So I don't know what it's from. That's just hard. Sounds Listen, fire. guys, I'm not going to ever sit here and lie to you. Okay. So that's not for me. Hey, you let's let's go talk more about more stuff. But what maybe- what kind of wall are we going to talk behind? Well, a paywall. Okay. But okay. if you stand on your business, you can see over the business. wall. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Juan Ep is life. We are trying to book some uh, in-person guest episodes again as well. But you know what? I'm having fun doing these. So shut the fuck. All right.